0: Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, fellow Lushes. Come on in, pull up a bar stool,
1: and enjoy some cocktails with dimples and the beard. Have you ever played that game, Never Have I Ever? Mm-hmm. You ever get one of those super embarrassing questions where you don't want to pick up the drink? Like, I don't know, like I shit my pants at work? Yes and
2: yes. That's why I prefer to play the game, Who Said True? What is Who Said True? It's a free, friendly game that you play on your phone, laptop, iPad, anywhere, with anybody. I play with my friends all the time. I've never played. Uh, Like I said, I play with my friends. So anyways, you you punch it into your phone. I'm already there. That was easy. Right. I, myself, prefer the deck. WTF. And is that a kind of risque game? It's in the R rated Oh boy. Don't you worry. We can play with your daughter at your school. G, PG, all kinds of categories. Can just you and I play? Yes. Two play, but people play, we'll play soon. I prefer to play with, with more. If I want to play, where do I go? Who said true.com slash dimples in the beard. Where? Who said true dot com slash dimples in the beard?
1: Hello. Can you guys hear me? We sure can. We can now, okay, yeah. great. Okay, we, great. We just, I
0: my glasses. I'm blind as a bat.
1: We were just listening to you. So. Oh, you were.
0: Oh, were yeah. you in the Discord? Yeah, yeah. Oh, who were you guys in the Discord? You didn't raise your hand. You didn't ask any questions. Well, we
1: got in. We got in late, and okay. uh, and I don't even know how to use it. So that's why we okay. have you here
0: tonight. <laughs> okay, that's good. You know what? There was. It was mostly playmates in the audience. I'll be honest with you; it was so great. I don't know if you recognized a bunch of those girls. You probably mm-hmm. interviewed a lot of them already.
1: Oh, I interviewed my uh, friend Echo Bunny.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, we yeah, love, yeah, we love Echo. Yeah, yeah, she's great. So um, I haven't been invited on her podcast yet, but you know that's another story. We'll <laughs> we'll be hitting her up soon. No, just joking. She's great. She's great. We talk all the time.
1: She's a doll. Yeah, and we we do. I heard Amber at the end. We have her coming up in a couple of weeks. We'll be talking to her.
0: Oh, great! Yeah. So. Yeah. So, that you know, the most of the girls that were on there are not the girls that are actually in the first drop. They're part of the hundred girls that are coming up in the next. Um, and I wish I could announce, like, my partnership with this great company. It's mm-hmm. a $7 billion tech company that invented the NFT. And I can't give away anything more than that. But um, they have done a partnership with me and um we're we're going into signing contracts and um, putting the developers together and the creative team as we've been meeting and stuff so i'm super excited because it's going to be a game changer for sure so i haven't announced our roadmap so it's all i've been chomping at the bit right now we're just talking about metaverse and you know um that type of thing
1: with with the with current drop so, yeah, we, we uh, heard you mention something about a partnership in the Discord, and we thought, oh, is she talking about cocktails with dimples in the beard?
2: <laughs> <laughs> right, that's close to seven billion. We're close, close. Yeah, yeah. We're close. yeah that's yeah. it.
1: Anyway, uh, let's get let's get Victoria Fuller, Miss January nineteen ninety six, introduced first absolutely and uh, welcome back yeah welcome back thanks Whenever... guys you what guys about...
0: are you guys are great last time we talked for a long time I probably won't have that but I probably won't go on and on this time but um, last time we had a lot of fun I don't drink so I can't really participate in the, yeah, in the drink but it looks re- but all your drinks look really good every time you guys talk about your drinks
1: yeah well we've we've kind of now we've kind of stopped trying to make our own we just talk to guests and whatever the guests want to drink we drink and if if we have a guest who doesn't drink then we'll just have a beer or
2: some whiskey or something so some scotty pippin bourbon so there you go (laughs) it's not
0: that I don't don't drink I just don't I mean maybe once or twice a year but it's I recently had a glass of wine at dinner I took my daughter out to dinner and I said I'm gonna get she's glass of wine she's like really so it had been about two years I just never don't like it I just don't Sure. Well, it's, for some reason it sounded good I'm like I bet they're gonna have good wine and it was it was an amazing glass of wine yeah but I never think about having a drink it's just never my been my thing because I get really tired and of course if I'm driving I don't want to drink so I'm right. like I'm such a lightweight I took two sips and I was like I'm already drunk I took two <laughs> sips I'm like I'm like such a lightweight I couldn't even finish it well that's but, okay um, that's,
1: it's a lot cheaper to drink that way
0: yeah yeah of course well girls shouldn't have to pay anything for drinking in my opinion but that's just me <laughs> I,
1: would, I would agree with that wholeheartedly <laughs> on board on board and, and and i i mean even if you were even if you did drink sometimes tonight's tonight's business right you got business to do so
0: tonight's business it's yeah. been one thing for another i've been all day i am all day every day right now um yeah it's and um the war in ukraine is not helping (laughs) let's Mm -hmm. just put it that way yeah i'm really uh actually my daughter and i were talking about it she's like i don't understand and i don't really fully understand i really need to do my uh research and really have an understanding you know like outside of the news and talk to people and stuff there's a lot of stuff going on twitter about it but um i'm definitely feeling nervous about it for sure oh yeah it's really sad yeah, it's really sad. I don't know if our president is up for the task, so it's, I'm very concerned.
2: I yeah, I, I think am. we well. all need to be. Yeah. But yeah. No I, I, know yeah. I don't think he is, but that's a different story.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it's a different story and we'll drink to that, but um yeah, so, so I'm just worried about our servicemen going over there, oh. and, you know. Obviously, it just like that just breaks my heart to think that there our people are just heading over there
2: that have to but, go, uh, right? Well, yeah, hopefully,
0: hopefully. I, didn't, I, I didn't want to put a damper on the whole podcast, but yeah, that's kind of the looming cloud right now for sure. Well, hopefully we
2: stay home. It's let them fight their own battles. It's, yeah, it's uh, it's relevant. So it it's what's happening is. right yeah, now. It, it is as exactly. it is with your business adventure. So <laughs> that's yeah. for sure.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Hopefully it doesn't uh, impact it too much for you. That uh, people can enjoy it for what it is, even what? in these bit- times.
0: Right, time right? will tell. Yeah, it's still everything's really new. I mean, we just launched, so. In my opinion, on day one, we should have had a million followers. And we should have been, you know, like whatever. And so, like, I'm like, where is what's going? It's it's a it's definitely a lot of work. It's definitely definitely a lot of work. It's a it's a really a 24 hour job since it's a global community. So, it's I'm trying to stay in touch with, you know, people in Europe and stuff like that because there's you know a huge NFT buyer community that's over there, and I really want to be able to connect with them and. And, um, yeah, so I'm up all hours of the night. Sometimes I wake up at like three in the morning. I'm like, I just got to get on the discord. I I, got to get on the discord and I'll, I'll talk to people. So at least I feel, you know, at least they feel like there's just someone always there. I mean, we have a team obviously, but you know, um, there's, you can't cover all the hours all the time Mm -hmm. at this point. We haven't grown the team yet with adding more moderators because of how many members we have, but yeah, the discord is a funky place. Uh, The girls are, the girls are like you know, just getting into that AMA was, it's been a challenge for them. You know what I mean? They're like, it's, it's really a learning curve. Once, once you're in, you figure it out, you're like, oh, okay. Cause really, as we all know, it's for the gaming industry, right? Like that's, that's kind of who started discord was like, you know, all these kids playing Fortnite and stuff, they get on their discord and they talk to each other and they exchange stuff. And um, so, and now schools are using it. Everybody's using it.
1: Yeah. I absolutely, I know absolutely nothing about it. First of all, I just want to say thank you, because obviously you're very, very busy these days and you took time out of your schedule to talk to yes. us. So first of all, we, we really appreciate you coming back on. I know you had hinted yeah. you hinted last time when we talked to you They're that, just getting into it, that so. you had something big coming up and
2: obviously yeah. this is it. <laughs> yeah, so,
0: yeah. That's it.
2: Um, so hopefully this will take this time so you can explain it. Yeah,
0: yeah. sure. Yeah, to simple yeah.
2: minds like us that, um, yes, I've heard some things, but... I guess it's going to be, I could talk and then and you correct me or we just, we, <laughs> you walk us yeah. through what it actually is.
0: Okay. Well, I'll give you a little kind of in a nutshell version. Um, so it's not to bore people, but basically it's NFT technology. And the thought behind it, the whole idea behind what we're doing is, um, you know, there's several hundred of us playmates that were between Merrill Monroe and Hugh Hefner's death, which, which is when the Playboy was sold. That that don't that you know we're we associate with Playboy, we love Playboy, but we but we but we don't, you know what I mean? They they are moved to like whatever it is that they're doing, and they don't really have a lot of use for us. We are not traveling around the world. We're not monetizing our intellectual property as a playmate. Um, They aren't, they're not doing much with it. And we can't like, you know, like ask them, Hey, can we, you know, like, can you use us for something? Like, can we get involved? We've, we've all been so busy for the last I'd say 20 years playmates. Well last before anyways, up until 2017 playboy was, they kept us really busy. Even, even, in, even though you were Playmate for several years, you were still busy. I was busy. I was busy all the time. It just didn't even matter what age or anything. We were such a group. And um, so now that's a different landscape. And the, what I was getting at was that I wanted to create a brand separate and apart from Playboy using all my playmate sisters having them come on board and they couldn't have agreed more. I mean, I was afraid that they'd be like, no, I still love playboy and whatever. And it's it's like, it's not that we don't love playboy, but let's let's monetize our celebrity and take control. And we don't need the rabbit ears, the bunny costume. Hugh Hefner is not even involved with playboy anymore. I mean, he's obviously passed away, but, his intellectual property was separated at his death. And so in order for Playboy to even use his name or his likeness or mention him, they have to pay the foundation. And, and obviously that's just not happening. If you follow Playboy at all, they'll mention stuff like in 1965, blah, blah, blah. um, Playboy did this and that. And it's like, actually Playboy didn't do that. It was actually Hef, but that's just kind of the, that's just kind of like how it goes now. Right? Like it's not, Hef is not brought into. And so, um, So, yeah, I want so I wanted to use this NFT technology to create um, a different platform for the girls to interact with fans, new fans, old fans, whoever and um, and. Have collectors and traders once again be able to collect us under one hub. And the, with these um, NFTs, there's going to be trading cards and a comic book. And right now we're about to do a generative drop. And anybody that buys any of the NFTs will receive a gold membership uh, key, which will be their entry into our mansion in the metaverse. So we're remaking the mansion and we're going to be multi metaversal. I don't know if that's the right term, but we are. <laughs> In multi-metaverses, we're not just going to be in Decentraland and Sandbox or Solana. Um, I don't want to mention a couple other ones because it's it's a surprise still. Um, but, but we are going to have a mansion that's built out and we will be able to plop it down in the metaverse. Um, and members will be able to use their gold key to get in and do um, exclusive events. The Playmates will be there. They'll be able to interact with us live with their avatars. They'll be able to buy exclusive assets like... Uh, wearables and exclusive NFTs you can't get anywhere except for if you're a member um and we, it, the sky's the limit as to what you can do you could have gambling night you could have uh, gallery night you could have a dj night you could have so what we want to do is kind of mimic some of the parties that playboy had like halloween midsummers new year's eve oh, wow. so we'll have a free party the day before and then have the next day be the party and um so the day before maybe we'll have like a, a like a sh- like a runway show where we're modeling uh costumes, wearable costumes that you can buy for your avatar and that are made by by, by us girls or our gatefolds or whatever the company. And um and then we can all wear them to the, the party the next night. So it's not a it's not a 365 day a year access membership. It's one or two days a month and they'll be really super exclusive events and hopefully we'll build up to a point where we have lots of special guests, possibly celebrities, sports people, Whoever we can cram in there and and really make it something to talk about. So that's kind of um, that's kind of uh, the the main roadmap right now is the this drop and then the metaverse. And then in addition to the virtual reality metaverse, we are also doing AR, which is augmented reality. And mm-hmm. augmented reality refers to like if you remember the Pokemon game mm-hmm. where you have the phone and it's like. It's not there, but when you're in your phone, he's there. So, so I, we're with a group called uh, Reality World, and they have purchased land, and this is going to be hard to explain, but they have purchased land all over the world that they can set down these digital assets um, through augmented reality technology. So they are creating the mansion, which will end up being in spaces around the world where it's not a VIP thing to get in, but anybody can go to like um, like Museum Park in Miami. They have they they own the whole park, the land of the whole park. So they're going to build out a mansion, and then people can go with their phones and actually uh, like a portal get inside of the mansion and check it out and be able to walk around. So 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 it'll be a weird sight because people will be walking around with their phone right like this in the <laughs> right. park, bumping into each other, and there's nothing there. But it'll be a pretty immersive um, experience. Um, and also it's, it's just another way for us to, uh, bring, um, our brand to the, you know, to the, to the audience our audience, you know, yeah. to the public. So it's, it's kind of really exciting it is. and it's, and, and it's just, um, it feels to me like anything you can think of is possible. And so in that sense, being a creative force is really exciting because it's like, oh, what if we do this? And like, totally possible. Just. Got to get the developer, the Web three developer, and he writes the code. And he, I mean, these people are so smart; it's blowing my mind. Like, how do they know how to do this shit? I I I, can't even imagine. No idea. Typing numbers like the Matrix, and like something spits out the other side that's the mansion in in a park that people can go visit. It's it's blowing my mind. So, and um, Apple is actually coming out with a pair of glass. I don't remember Mm -hmm. Google the Google glasses. Yeah. They were at their time and they get, they got in trouble and they, the, I don't know the government or whoever, like shut them down. They're like, it's, you can't, cause it's whatever it did. It, they felt it was an invasion of people's privacy, cool. but Apple is coming out with a, um a pair of glasses that are specifically for augmented reality uh, along with many other things. And so that's due out in like 14 months. And when that happens, anybody that has those glasses, one of the functions will be able to see any AR, um, a uh, AR um, displays. I don't know what you call them. You're like, you like wherever they are. I mean, they're not the only ones that do this thing. So it'll be something that will be more and more and more happening. It'll almost be like a virtual billboard, a virtual statue, virtual advertising, marketing. Um, I mean, kind of think of like Blade Runner with stuff just you know sure. <laughs> flying through the air and weird shit. So hopefully, it won't get too crazy like that. But that's that's kind of the idea. Is a whole nother way to connect with uh, the public on anything so it should be interesting
2: it it sounds very interesting it sounds almost unbelievable but (laughs) you know um, it's so incredible so many things going around in my head right now I know I'm just
1: like that was that was intense I'm trying to figure like form questions off of that
0: (laughs) oh sorry I I know I talked really fast I wanted to make sure and like like it's hard to do it in a nutshell and like whenever I onboard a new playmate I, I have to give her, it takes about an hour and I have to give her the rundown of what an NFT is, what the function is, where it came from, what the use is, why we're doing it, where we're going, how it's going to affect her and what I see in the future and like, you know, on and on and on. And and then the whole, and then the whole nutshell thing that I told you about, but in more detail. And like at the end of the conversation, both her and I are like, so wiped out. We're like, okay, we're ready for a nap. We're yeah. like totally, totally exhausted. Um. It's just a, it is a copious amount of information to try and not only understand, learn, but also to convey to someone who has never heard of it. So yeah,
1: I think until yeah. you submerse yourself into it, it's hard, it's hard to have somebody tell you what it is and really get it. So yeah, something you need to definitely experience to really grasp. And we are, like I said, we, uh, we listened in. You know, and, and and we're I I just feel I feel like such a boomer when uh when this kind of stuff goes on because I'm like, I think we just hit this button and then they're gonna be there's I, gonna pop here. I didn't know if there was a video or what, and then my phone it's is more,
0: talking. It's, it's more simple than you thought though, right? Because you thought there was a little bit more that was gonna happen, but really you just go to the Discord and press that button and you're in the channel. So yeah. so it's it's it seems a lot more complicated than it is, but it's it's not actually Discord is simple once you Mm -hmm. understand the function and how to navigate you really you realize oh this is it like this is this is all there is it's really not that i I mean i think like facebook and twitter i i find incredibly i i have a hard time navigating especially facebook now i like took a break for like a year and i went back i i don't know how to find myself you know i'm like (laughs) where is my profile (laughs) you know like I had multiplied a private and I had a public and like, I don't even know how to toggle between the two. So I'm like trying to update it and put new stuff and promote <laughs> this product. Get and like, again. I don't know what I'm doing. So it's, it's like, yeah, everything's a learning curve. Even the things that are, um, so that is, you think-
2: is what you're doing associated with the fa- with Facebook and their metaverse? Well, you
0: know, well, traditionally, Well, yes and no. Okay, so traditionally, traditionally, Facebook has been kind of a much more older crowd. Like my mom is on Facebook, my grandma's on Facebook. You know, like people are on Facebook are people that maybe are less technically inclined. Let's face it, right? And it's Mm -hmm. been like a because it was around for so long and it's simple and we're all kind of there and it's just a messaging thing or whatever. But I was in a Twitter space room, which is like the AMA thing. I don't know if you know what Twitter space is, but they're kind of taking over. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about, you know, someone's like, oh, NFTs, you don't go to Facebook for NFTs. And one guy said, well, actually, you'd be surprised. I went into some Facebook chats. I didn't even know they had those. And he said, there's a whole community in there. And it's a really amazing, booming community. And so I thought, oh, well, I'm going to go. That's why I went back on Facebook only. And so I went on, and I joined all these clubs, and these clubs have like two hundred thousand members, four hundred thousand members, and if all NFT based,
2: wow. and they're
0: all and they're all networking and chit chatting and the whole thing. I'm like, wow, I really underestimated. And now that Mark Zuckerberg has basically renamed everything Meta, right for Metaverse, mm-hmm. his I, I don't know if you've seen any of the videos. It's if you think my stuff sounds far fetched, I mean his stuff is not only far fetched, but absolutely scary because they already know our personal algorithms. They know who we talk to, when we talk to. They know all our personal information. They have all our personal everything, our addresses, our phone numbers, our whatever it is, our driver's license on some of them, the how they identify us. And so what's happening is like they have all this information, but now they want to pull it into the business thing. So now they're going to be able to monitor your business and your personal. And I'm just like, I don't know, like it seems a little evasive like what he's trying to do and turn my light on it seems a little invasive of what he's trying to do um or what he's doing and kind of like the characters how it looks like all these monsters are around and weird shit that's around i mean i like to me like seems like a bit much but we'll see what happens it's not happening right away it's a process you know it's
2: it's 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 gonna hit i mean they're they're he's doing it for a reason he's doing it to grow it and continue to grow so you're
0: Yeah, he's, well, he's in a position, right, where it's like, it's not enough that he's already in everybody's head, literally, but Mm -hmm. now he wants to get just a little bit deeper, you Mm -hmm. know, and and for for me, that really bothers me. He was in our politics. He controlled completely what happened uh, with politics on, on the page. We had no freedom of speech if you were not for the party that, you know, that they wanted you to be for, and so just in that was just really a scary thought. I mean, they denied the president the ability to speak on a public platform. Because, I mean, that right. how much power do you, you have if you can shut the president up
2: and, and get it, away with it? And, I, it, I yeah, mean, and it's still holding true today. That's that's I
0: know, and Twitter too. Like, he can't tweet, he probably shouldn't, but I'm saying, like, it's just, <laughs> oh, that's a it's, different story. Yeah, this is, but it's amazing that they could basically shut the president up. Sorry, true. boop, you're done, and there's nothing they can do. So well, we, we talked
2: about that the other incredible. day, and it was, you know, everybody should be able to talk, to, to talk, yeah, no absolutely. matter no matter what they're saying, it it you know it really doesn't matter. So to shut anybody down, uh, that I think that's overstepping any boundaries for anybody.
0: Right. Well, they they were calling it like a a safety issue and this and that. And certainly, well, if people are trying to gather a mob together to break down the doors of something, I would see, I would say that that's probably a. a a boundary or anybody that's saying, let's go um, get together with our guns and show up here. Mm -hmm. That would probably also be a boundary Um, or just, you know, I mean, really people nowadays really have to do their their due diligence and their own personal research because just because it's on the internet doesn't make it so. Stuff about diseases and, you know, COVID or cancer or whatever it is. I mean, you really have to do your research because I mean, as of right now, if you're like, I have an ache under my armpit and it feels like hot in my left ear and you type that into Google, something's coming up. Okay. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't necessarily mean that that's actually the <clears throat> disease think you know, so you could kind of like, kind of go down the rabbit hole with trying to diagnose yourself or, you know, anything. So it can be a very dangerous place. So it's, it's an interesting, it's, we, we live in an interesting world where information is plentiful, but then also Completely deceiving at the same time. So yeah, yeah, that's
1: that's the the problem with it. Is the information is plentiful, but three quarters of it is bullshit. So it's it's hard to decipher. You know, make sure make sure you're doing
2: your your research and doing your work to and and why it's so important nowadays to to get both sides so that you can. Which side do I want to do? I believe in which side makes more sense to me.
0: Yeah. So ignorant, gullible people are in a bad shape. That's all I have (laughs) to say. Like those. They got to, they got to, you know, you know, whatever, come up, come up with me <laughs> or something because those poor people, they're just, I mean, they're just, it's, everything's a scam. I mean, everything's a scam. Yeah. It's scary.
2: Well, and scam, like you said, so NFTs are not, so they get segue back into them.
0: <laughs> yeah. They're NFT, not a scam. Well, NFT, well, they can be, I mean, people can scam. I mean, there's all kind. I mean. There's a scam in everything, but NFTs are an interesting medium. Right now, cryptocurrency is way down. Certainly Mm -hmm. the time to buy. A lot of people are really afraid. They feel like it's going to go bye-bye because it's plummeting. Um, This has happened multiple times before, just in the last two years. So this is not a huge surprise. It's still way up from the... what was it like a year, two years ago, uh, Bitcoin was at $1,200. It's at 37,000. So it's not quite like plummeting the way people think. And Ethereum, when I bought it a year and a half ago was at $302 or something. And it's at 2,700 and that's considered low. So just to kind of put things in perspective that, you know, stuff mm-hmm. is still, I mean, astronomically high considering where it came from just a year and a half ago. I mean, stocks don't even usually climb no stocks climb that fast and like stay and hum. And, you know, I mean, I guess if it's Google or something, but, or Apple or one of those, but you know, right. like stocks take a long time to build um, in the NFT and cryptocurrency community, we have become unbelievably impatient. So like, we want stuff to happen now we want stuff to sell now. And when it doesn't, we, we think we're a complete failure. So, uh, um, hopefully that's going to start to die out because uh, you know a lot of people are getting really depressed. Like, Oh my God, I just, I, I put out an NFT yesterday and nobody bought it. And it's like, calm down, dudes, stuff takes time. Picasso didn't become Picasso after one painting, you know what I mean? Like things, things take time. People have to realize that things still do take time. And just because cryptocurrency is on this big fast track and everybody's in such a rush, um that just just to hang tight it's not it's Mm -hmm. not going anywhere and just you know just keep pursuing anybody that's getting into nfts just keep pursuing what you're passionate about and keep um promoting your product you know if you believe in it other people eventually believe in it and sometimes it just takes a really long time so
2: so how does one one get started not maybe both both questions Mm -hmm. buying it and or creating one of your own?
0: So buying it is a lot easier than creating one. Sure. And the reason why is because there's lots of different um, NFT series that you can actually go and use your credit card, like NBA Top Shots, one of my favorites of all times. NBA Top Shots is on the Flow um, blockchain. It's in their own ecosystem. They have their own wallets. And any grandma can go on to um, Topshots.com, I guess it is. And you put in your debit card, as easy as that, and you create a profile. And what they do is they populate your wallet, they convert your dollars to cryptocurrency, and boom, you're ready to go, you're in the marketplace, you're ready to buy, sell, trade. And so you're ready to get right in. And so that's probably one of the, that's probably why they're at a billion dollar market cap on top of being the MBA, is because it's so the interface is so user-friendly. And so you don't have to get an exchange, you don't have to get a crypto wallet, you don't have to do transfer for it. And, you know, there's a danger in transferring from your exchange to your crypto wallet and you can lose the, you can lose the cryptocurrency in the ethernet by, by not putting in like the wrong, you know, if you put in the wrong digits, um, people do it all the time. Millions of millions of dollars worth of cryptocurrency is sitting in weird places that nobody can access anymore because they didn't have the correct wallet to wallet. It's very confusing, but, and it's decentralized. So nobody can help you. Whereas something like NBA top shots, they basically hold your hand. It's secure. It's insured, and there's no scamming going on there because they're completely in control of their ecosystem, and they're not really decentralized financing. They are um, know your audience, um, so they're so they're everything's you know everything's accounted for, and um, which is which is a really if you want to be in decentralized financing, probably that's not the one for you, but it is a great way to get started in NFTs. Because you can buy packs, you can buy select, you can buy NFTs for as cheap as like 10 bucks, five bucks, whatever. And then you turn around, sell them for 20. And then you turn around and buy one for 10 and sell it for 30. And you could possibly get a LeBron James and sell it for 150. So there's, it's, it's really kind of like glorified gambling. And it's, it's like pulling that thing on the slot machine where you never know what you're going to get. So in essentially that's why people are kind of flocking to those kinds of NFTs because they're just really easy to get into. All the other NFTs, it's it is a rigmarole. Someone needs to sit with you and understand how to create a wallet and how to access the marketplaces because there's so many different platforms that you can buy NFTs on. OpenCB being the largest one, but even that, you have to know how to open a wallet, have cryptocurrency in it, and then even buying the NFT is is tough because there's many different. Um, buttons that you have to click to accept it and and what people don't realize is sometimes you can accept it but then the the miners the people putting you in the hash on the ledger on the blockchain there's only so much that can go on each block right and if you don't make it into that block for whatever reason there's too many people on at the same time they'll deny you but you still have to pay the gas fee so you could be upwards of a hundred two hundred dollars and still not receive the NFT so it there it's it's, I don't want to scare anybody, but it's, it's, it's complicated. But once you figure it out and you have an understanding, it's, it's a, obviously a lot easier, but it took me um, about, it took me months and months and months of really immersing myself in the NFT community to understand how to, um, how to even get a wallet set up. It was, I was so yeah. intimidated by it. Um, if you want to make an NFT, I don't know if I'll be able to actually explain it to anybody on this show because you really need to have the interface in front of you and okay. have someone kind of walk you through it with your, you have to connect your wallet. You have to, um, there's many different platforms and you can, you can use Tezos, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Solana, Polygon. I mean, Cardano, there's many different blockchains that you can sell on and marketplaces are um, specifically used specific um uh, currency, uh, cryptocurrency. So, um, the biggest one, which I've said before is OpenSea and they now accept wrapped ETH, Ethereum, Polygon, Solana. Um, they're about to, uh, accept flow. So they have a lot more, um, options available and certain cryptocurrencies, the gas prices, which is the transfer fee, um, is a lot cheaper ethereum is unbelievably expensive ethereum is the number one it's the one that's ruining the ecosystem the ruining the the earth i should say not just the ecosystem but ruining the planet because it takes a copious amount of energy to run these servers in order to keep that blockchain running and um yeah like legitimately
2: like realistic
0: oh, no, it's an unbelievable, you you wouldn't, you you would not even imagine. And in fact, there was a thing on the news a couple months ago, and they were stalking this one, it's like a warehouse or something. And they thought for sure, they saw people going in and out. And they, they were, they were being so secretive. And they, the cops and the FBI, or whoever were like, on top of them, And I I think I don't think it was in America. I think it was somewhere over in Germany or something like that. And they were they were thinking that it was a whole drug operation. And when they finally busted in with their guns and everything, it was like walls of servers (laughs) and energy going and everything like that. And they're like, what do you guys do? And they're like, oh, we're we're mining Bitcoin. They're like, what's like, what's that? You know, so (laughs) like they're not breaking the law. They're just they were using an incredible amount of resources in order to run all those things. So essentially, they were sucking energy from other you know, from others, it was, oh, sure. it was you know, it was a it was a strain on the grid for sure. So they couldn't really arrest them for anything, but at the same time, it's it, it it's just an it's it's it was kind of interesting to see that because they were just like, oh, uh, we were they were expecting like bricks of something, <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> and it was that was not what was going on. So yeah, so, okay, So
1: If we wanted to make an just say we wanted to make an NFT of our beautiful logo back here, is there mm-hmm. is there somebody we can just Call and be like, make an NFT of this. Is that? It's not. Well,
0: anybody, anybody that has a specifically a MetaMask wallet and anybody that has uh, their MetaMask wallet connected to OpenSea, um, when you have a MetaMask wallet, you automatically can connect it to OpenSea and it automatically populates a profile for you. So you can buy, sell and trade through that profile and your wallet's automatically connected. There is many different. I was. I was, when I was getting involved with just minting my, minting my own stuff way in the early of last year, I was on using Tezos, which is a very cheap cryptocurrency. And I was on a couple sites called Calament, Hickinock, and uh, I can't remember the other one, but anyways, they're, they're a little hard to understand. I would never be able to understand. I would never be able to convey how to like get on there. Once I there's all these rooms in clubhouse and stuff like that, where they talk live and they walk you through everything and they were very generous with walking me through so one of the things I always tell people is go on clubhouse and get you have to get invited but get an invitation to clubhouse put your interest as being nft and tech. Um, start following the rooms, you'll get pinged on the rooms. Once you start following people that are, you know, have the same interests. you'll start being pinged to come in rooms, like how to make an NFT or what's an NFT. I mean, they have all these starter rooms and really that's kind of where I started. Like I started with what's a non-fungible token, you know, like we started like way down at the very, very basic thing. And so, um, and then I started getting in rooms where they're like, Oh, we're going to, um, we're going to do drops today. And then we're going to show newbies how to kind of get their own profile started. And like, you know, it's, it was, it was a community of people helping people. And um, without that community, I never would have uh, been able to understand or learn the ins and outs of, of what's going on. And I, and I have I have a profile on many platforms, uh, marketplace platforms, like foundation. You have to be invited in. You have to be um, voted in by other people that are in foundation. Uh And um, so, and that's kind of a hoity-toity one. Like if you have a foundation um, uh, profile that you can sell on, you could buy there, but you can't sell on it. It's kind of a big deal. Um, I tried to sell one of my licensed artworks i did when i was licensed with playboy one of my playboy pieces because i figured well i'm just doing one and if i'm in a gallery and i do an original of say one of you guys you guys can't come after me it's an original it's one of one so i thought the same laws applied and so i put up one of my playboy things and i told playboy about it because i was all proud um they did a cease and desist and said they were going to sue the pants off me if i didn't take it down and i actually had to burn the nft to a burn wallet which if you do that it's the biggest no-no the biggest worst thing ever if you have to burn an nft there's a real bad problem and so um yeah and they shut down my profile that i had just gotten accepted to and they ruined my you know i was able to get it back but um yeah so there it's it's like a it's a it's a different world and The um, what you can and can't do as far as copyright and intellectual property is not the same as what it is in real life with printing and everything else. And one of the reasons why is because once you put something on an NFT, it's forever,
2: yeah. So, sure,
1: yeah,
0: it's forever. But the platform that I would suggest to if you're going to mint something would be OpenSea. And if you guys need any help with any of it, I'd be happy to help you kind of onboard you. Once you walk through it, you'll be like, okay, mystery solved. It's not really as crazy as I mean. Some people are like, I've been thinking about this for months. I've been wanting to mint my Mm -hmm. own work and thinking about it for months, and I haven't gotten up the courage. And like everybody made it to be this like monumental, secretive activity or something. And it's really not. It's just a sequence of buttons, and you just have to know that sequence. And that's really just it. You know, just understanding what the buttons are that you're pushing and Making sure that you have the cryptocurrency and to, you know, it costs money to create. It's not free. Sure. So, in that, it can cost, if the gas prices are high, it can cost $200 to make an NFT you're selling for 20 bucks. So, you, I mean, oh, okay. Yeah, therein lies part of the problem. <laughs> so, yeah. that's
2: where you want to obviously sell enough to bring well, I mean, you no. want to
0: have it. An- audience right you want to have an audience and you want to have uh you want to have a community where you know people are interested and want to buy because um nowadays just putting an nft up and expecting someone to buy it is kind of hard to do because because of all the ways that it's evolved in terms of um it's become like a commodities floor right like it's become buying selling trading has become like stock market And trading has become a very big industry for a very, for between 20 and 30 year old men specifically who maybe never even went to college now becoming millionaires because they've figured out the formula of how to basically spend 20 hours a day on all the discords and all the marketplaces and finding the drops at the mint and, um, buying low and turn around and, you know, flipping it for just double, like say to buy something for 200, they'll sell it for 300. And then they made that hundred dollar profit. And if they do that enough times in a day, then they can make a pretty substantial amount of money. And then they can buy the bigger NFTs that are more valuable. And there's lots of um, NFT series that are just killing it. There's um, the board ape yacht club, right. That came out, you I'm sure you no, you haven't heard about it. Have not, no. So Board Ape Yacht Club, if you uh, Google it, it's um, one of the most popular NFT series. It's a generative. There was ten thousand of them in the series, and a generative NFT goes like this: someone, it's an artist or a group of artists, and they create a, a base. So for Board Ape Yacht Club, there's a monkey. I and, have, and so the monkey has things called traits so maybe there'll be 150 different traits so think of like a paper doll so you have the base of the paper doll it always looks exactly the same and all the clothes seem to fit it right like no matter what clothes you put on all the clothes fit it the hats the hair the whatever so the generative art is that they have all these traits in the base and they put it in a randomizer and they spit out however many they want usually 10,000 is the standard so there's 10,000 randomized nfts that all look like you know, the ape, and it's all in the thing. So that, so if you, when they do a drop, you try to get on the whitelist, which is the presale. And then you're able to mint, which means you directly mint from their from their platform and um, you get it at the cheapest price possible. And then it populates onto the marketplace of like OpenSea and people can buy them on the secondary market. once Once they've been minted, they show up on the secondary market. So you can always find them in the collection together. But then, when someone buys them, it also duplicates and populates into people's wallets. So you can see, you know, it's very transparent. You can see who has what, who has what, in all their wallets. It just you can click on everybody's wallet if you want. So the Board Eight Club, I think they were selling for about two uh, four hundred dollars. There was ten thousand of them. They are going for millions of dollars each now.
2: I think millions. This, uh, of- um, oh,
0: Justin Bieber just bought one. You know,
2: so Paris Hilton. Whatever. And Jimmy Fallon did one of themselves or something like, like a custom one Is well, that, they I think they did a, with they glasses. Did,
0: I think they either did a joke one or they each own one and they bought one on the secondary market that had traits that kind of they yes resonated with. Right. Like, so he yes. wanted something that kind of he identified with. So he found one there's, you know, there's um Hugh Hefner's wife, his widow or whatever her name's crystal she's a big nft person and she went on and bought a board ape for a quarter million dollars and she bought one with rabbit ears so for her that was like that represent that ape represented her and it's become a status symbol some of these nfts have become they people use them as their avatars for their profile picture and social media and other things and they've become a status symbol like 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 a gucci or any of these other things you wear a pair of nikes or those what are those ones uh, that kanye west created or they're um, yeah. god they're I, so ugly and i can't remember the name but you know what i'm talking about i do
2: like i blocked thousand
0: dollars <laughs> yeah or jordans or whatever and like it becomes a status symbol um it just it's 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 crazy one of the first the first nft that came out was called crypto punks and if if you look them up there these it's a little square and it's very pixelated because there's only so many pixels in there. And that's why they look like Minecraft or something. You know, sure. they look, they have that look and um, they came out in 2017. And when they did come out, um, they were selling for $300 a piece. There was 10,000 of them in the collection. And it took months and months and months to sell out. If you have a CryptoPunk now, you are worth millions of dollars. They are just worth millions of dollars. And you, it's they're hard to buy unless you're wealthy. So anybody that owns these type of NFTs that do really well are, create communities where they are in clubs that you can only get in if you have one of these NFTs. And so now it's become like the billionaires, the new billionaires club, essentially. And so you can see where NFTs are like, there are so many different, um, ways that NFTs are affecting people, they're, they um, cachet, right? They're like credibility, um, they're show-offs, they're people making money. There's the lower end of of NFTs that people don't, there's just, there's millions of them and all these different collections that people are buying and selling. There's hedge funds that get together and they buy groups of NFTs together. Um, so like uh, there's one called World of Women, And when they first came out, they were selling for $161 each. And I personally remember thinking I should probably buy one because they'll probably, they have a really good message and it's women helping women. And so I thought I should buy one, but I just couldn't, I'm an artist and I didn't like the art. I didn't, I thought it was really simple. And so I was like, "Eh." and now they're going, one is going to Christie's auction in the month of March. And so now the average price of one of these, uh, World of Women is around twenty nine to $40,000. And they just signed a deal with Reese Witherspoon and the Sunshine Company and Oprah Winfrey has jumped on board. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's, it's. I'm just like, oh. I mean, there's so many of those that like, you know, we have communities where we talk about them and on Twitter and stuff. And like, it's a big deal. To, they call it shilling. And oh. when, yeah, when you shill, you know, you talk about these NFTs that you should buy and that kind of a thing. So... There's, there's a lot to the community, not just, um, not just an artist anymore isn't just like, oh, hey, I have a piece of artwork and I'm gonna sell it. It's, it's kind of evolved past that. It's become a lot harder for the just the average bear artist to kind of make a living off the NFTs. You kind of have to be attached to a project or something that's a little bit bigger um, to, to garnish a community to be interested. And you also have to have what's called a utility to the NFT, which means what does the NFT do for you besides looking at it? If the utility is it's just pretty and you're looking at it, that's fine. But the utility also has to have there in order for people to really chomp on it, has to have another utility. Like our utility is you get a gold key and you get to get in the mansion, you get to come to events. So essentially, you're buying into um Ticketron, right? To come to the mansion. Right. So that's the utility for us. Everybody has a different utility. Some people are their games or they become avatars for a, a metaverse world or a game or anything else. So it's a lot of gaming. It's definitely attached to a lot of gaming. Snoop Dogg is buying Death Row records and the entire catalog of Death Row records off of the sales of his NFTs. I mean, it's oh. it's beyond. Yeah. Wow. He he recently made 75 million dollars overnight um, off of selling some NFTs. So and he's going to create an entire record label NFT based. So
1: wow.
0: he he is about to become the most iconic uh, musician on the planet, um, guaranteed in the next three years. Snoop Dogg's going to be um, someone to be reckoned with for sure. I mean he's gonna he's gonna break a lot of ground. I mean sure
2: he's,
0: he's moving and shaking. Yeah, he's a contender. Who knew, right? Who knew he's just a guy. <laughs> Out. he's like he's definitely the og of nfts <laughs>
2: I'm like well Snoop Dogg can do it <laughs> no
0: he's, he's a brilliant guy though he's it a really Yeah, smart no, guy. I, and
2: that's not a knock and him i just his yeah. head's a little clouded every day as i guess every day big... how
0: can he keep track how does he keep track and be that stone i have no clue it's just it's incredible so
2: it it, it is a feat in its own you know to be able to survive like that but
1: well I, i'm sure that's he's his norm yeah he's that he's used to it now so <laughs> So if somebody wants to get involved with what you've got going on, can you, I mean, what is what is the rundown of where we would start to get ourselves the ability In to, your universe. to buy one of these NFTs when they're available?
0: Okay, so it's very exciting because we have our social media. We have an Instagram account, which is at the gatefolds on Instagram, Twitter, the same at the gatefolds. And um, all of those have, a link into our Discord. The Discord is all the information, all the official links, announcements, all the information you need to know is on our Discord. All those funnel into the Discord. We also have a website, which is gatefolds.io. And then that also has only one call to action, which is join the Discord. So everything funnels into the Discord. Um, unfortunately discord is it's kind of an odd uh you know people don't understand the url so that's why we funnel everything in from all of our social media and our website but once you're on the discord you'll be able to talk live with me um and i'm in uh, huh i'm in you're in (laughs) so 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 um the playmates are there there's many many playmates that have joined the discord however We are not um, I'm not allowing the playmates just to talk in the regular public channels because um, they are super exclusive and part of, you know, you have to be involved in the community of our discord in order to get the perks to be able to get into other channels where you can access the girls. Um, and I did that on purpose cause I don't want, I don't want dudes to just go, Oh, just go to this discord and ha-. there's no, you know, there's no participation. They're just looking loose. It, last thing you want is to have a store and have a bunch of people in there that are, that are not participating in what you're selling. Right. So, so we're trying to engage our audience by having them invite other people. We're having contests. Mind you, the discord just opened up a week ago. So we're, are, we're really, really new. I mean, it literally just started, mm-hmm. um, And uh, we have a good community leader and we're doing contests. Um, We're going to be giving away NFTs. We're going to be doing derivative contests, which is where people can take the the NFT. Basically, we'll give them an NFT to work off of and they can create their own NFTs and artwork, which is what a derivative is. And they can, um, you know, basically show off. There's so many incredible artists out there. So that's always a fun contest for for um people just to basically showcase their artistic abilities and put their spin on our um product which is always interesting to see how other people um what they would what they would like to see or how they would you know their their character of how they would how they see the nft and um and and really even after the drop it's going to be continuation of engaging with the community um, Because more and more girls will be accessible, and um, people will be able to go on there. It's a pretty small community right now, so anybody that goes on there right now is going to get a lot of attention and be able to, you know, I'm talking to everybody. I'm literally like, I know all kinds of stuff about these people. I know where they're from, how many kids they have. I know, so (laughs) we're getting really personal with, you know, just sharing and stuff like that, which is which is really really great. You know, once the Discord goes into the, you know, thousands where there's thousands of members, it's going to be. Uh, We'll have a lot more moderators and stuff, but it is going to be a lot harder to be as personal, but certainly I still will be available, um, you know, as the founder, I will be in the discord, like nonstop. Like I said, sometimes I wake up at three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I should log on and just see who's there. And he's going. uh, Yeah. And like, see what's going on. I don't know if you noticed that in the AMA today, someone came in as Hugh Hefner.
1: Oh, no, (laughs) we didn't see that. That must have been before we came on. Yeah.
0: So someone has the profile hugh hefner and um they have not revealed themselves or like you know i've tried to chit chat obviously it's not hugh hefner (laughs) and i don't think anybody affiliated with hugh hefner or playboy or anything else i would just i just don't think they would do that but um uh because they would they would contact me personally they would direct message me and say hey it's me whatever i'm you know i'm using hef's uh, profile but um so yeah so in the ama i'm like oh i have all the Playmates, are here. Thanks for coming, blah, blah, blah. And I said, I see we have Hugh Hefner in the house, but I would really love to know who that is. And they left; <laughs> they got embarrassed.
2: They, like, okay. left right
0: away. Yeah. So.
2: And I would imagine there's you're... all types. Why oh, there are, there definitely are out there, um, and you're just you continually include um, bringing more playmates on board. So as this grows, well, yeah, because doing...
0: right because we're onboarding. We're our goal is to have a hundred playmates. We're at about. Um, I mean, we do about 10 a week right now. Um, We're in the 60 or 70 playmates so far. Um, You know, we onboard them, we get them acquainted, we sign all the contracts, we gather their assets, we scoot them onto the discord. I mean, I don't know if you noticed, but there was quite a few playmates there today. There was like... A dozen or more which I was like so great I was like oh you guys are so sweet they all they're all interested they all want to understand and know so it's really good I mean we're all kind of you know we're all kind of learning together and really the project is about rising together as a team as a sorority as a you know as a collection together there's no girl that's more important than any other girl um, some girls have a lot more followers than other girls but I always try to tell them it's really not about who has more, who has what, because we're, we're kind of all in this together. If people collect us, they're, they're not, they're collecting me, her and that girl. They're not just collecting because they just like me, they're going to want to collect as in the, in the collection, right? I mean, you don't collect one playboy. You want to collect all of them, right? You want to collect as many as possible. So I, I think that's, you know, the message I keep trying to convey to the girls is to understand that we're a group and we're bigger and we're better in numbers, but the hundred playmate mark is my goal um, I'm finding now that we launched and we're all putting stuff out on social media I'm having a lot of girls that I couldn't contact before like I just wasn't in touch with them contacting me and saying hey am I can I come in and I'm I like think so heck yeah heck yeah and it's a lot of new girls it's a lot of girls between 2010 and 2015
2: oh, so there's perfect. a
0: huge I know I'm like I'm I'm thrilled to have these girls I mean they're they're gorgeous and they're um, they're Technically, you know, they, they have, they could be, they understand technology. <laughs> they all have digital assets. I don't have to go back in some archives and photographs and like scan things or anything. So they're much easier um, to onboard, honestly. Sure just the, the the younger you are it just seems like the easier you are to understand like technology and how things are you know it's crazy <laughs> yeah it's just like you you're like you're born into it it just is you know like the internet my daughter doesn't know anything different than the internet having been there right. I remember the internet was invented and so right. do you guys absolutely and it was it was a hard thing to understand, like, well, where's the cord? And where do I, how do you, <laughs> what is it? And what's it useful for besides porn? Like, what are we using this for? So it's kind of NFT's technology is only scratching the surface as to what we can apply it for, the utility of what we can apply it for. Imagine if we use NFT technology for voting for the president. There would be, they oh. don't want that. There'd be. I think I said that in the last podcast, there'd be no way to cheat. There'd be no way for them to go, well, we have all these extra votes. It would be totally impossible. So um, everything would be accounted for. And you could be, because it's all digital, you would press one button and you could see where the bots were and where the real stuff was and so on and so forth. So there's a lot of utility that it can be used for mortgages, car loans, healthcare is the next one that's coming up. Healthcare is a big one. Um, There's a lot of fraud in the healthcare industry. So yeah. thing where there's a lot of fraud, NFT has a huge solution for it. So it's, it's really up and coming. I guarantee in the next 12 months, in 12, in 12 months from now, in a year from exactly from now, if we talk again, we're going to laugh at how much it's evolved just in the short period of time. And you guys will have like a huge understanding of it. And you'll be like, oh yeah, it was like no big deal now.
1: (laughs) It is amazing how quickly it moves.
0: Yeah. It's lightning. It's scary it's lightning and like I feel like I'm never it's like golf and tennis like you never feel like you're really on your game like you're still evolving as you know what I mean like this you never really get good at golf right like you can always improve it feels the same way and I hate to put a sports analogy to it but it That's kind of way to do it though like, yeah I can't I never feel like I understand it enough I never feel like I I kind of like feel like oh shit I didn't know that you know so
2: yeah
0: yeah it's a it's a lot to learn
2: and, back it to- is. and my son who's a, is has been getting into it. So how old is he? he's 32 now?
0: Oh my god, you only look 32. You're, he's not 32. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> no, you In can't have a 32. Wait, own.
1: she she thinks I look 31.
2: So fuck off. <laughs> <up. laughs>
0: no, you got, no, that's not possible. Oh my
2: god. It, it's well, very it, possible. Um, yes, my son is 32 and you were um, 12, yeah. So he keeps talking. We would get together and I'm just like, what, what, what? And he's farming. Yeah. So you're right. He's into it. So um, good for him. Yeah. Good
0: for him. Is and he buying wife, NFTs or is he just getting acquainted?
2: He, he's getting acquainted, but he's more into the crypto stuff now. And okay, he's, he's farming land. I don't know. <laughs> he's buying and he he's trying to set me up and he's buying land, but his wife is uh is an artist and she has a, you know a, a shop and on all of her paintings and stuff and i'm just like i hey watch our podcast and get your wife into this so
0: yeah yeah get in, on yeah. clubhouse yeah get on clubhouse for sure and, and get into some rooms you'll be surprised how much you learn even twitter space just get in some rooms
2: okay uh, yeah i'm gonna talk to her and talk to her both of them i did not yeah. know twitter had uh twitter space I have no idea. Yeah, Twitter
0: space just happened in the last nine months. Oh, you heard gotcha. of Clubhouse, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Clubhouse was a big hub for NFT anything, and all the rooms were popping off all the time. It's now moved, there's still a lot there, um, but a lot of it's a majority of it's moved over to Twitter. I don't know why, but they started Twitter space and it's just that's all it I mean. I I guess it's whoever you follow and those kind of rooms come up because I follow mostly NFT, everything. So the rooms that come up right now are all these Twitter spaces and they, they talk about, they talk about everything and they do drops and you learn different things. I'm on all, I, sometimes I fall asleep to it and it's like in my ear as I fall asleep because they talk about things that I never heard of and like right. the smart contracts and like different, different things. And now there's an ERC 721 a token. So it causes gas prices do this. and Now I'm like, I didn't know anything about that. Like, that's all news to me. And that, no, that's been happening for a couple months. Like it's been five years. So I learn. I'm, I'm learning so much. I can't even like, I don't think if I went to college, I could have learned this much, honestly. I don't think a, a college needs to come up to par because this is not, there it is again, golf, but college needs <laughs> to come up uh, needs to, you know, and I'm sure they do, but it it's there's just so much in this space that needs to be taught and people for, to understand Um there needs to be more of an outlet than just Twitter, and oh, you know, club. yeah.
2: For sure, yeah, because we can't trust everything. But I'm gonna look now, right? Absolutely. <laughs> oh my <cow>. god, <laughs> so, my mind is <laughs> overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, I, right.
0: I know. I don't even know how you guys grasp it because it took me it took me a year or two. I found out in 2017 about NFTs, and it it literally took me until last the beginning of last year to kind of go, okay, I think I get it so it took me a really long time.
1: Yeah, I I still don't get it. I don't, I don't get it, but I'm, I I enjoy this conversation because, you know, this is, this is the best way for me to learn is to hear people that know what they're talking about, convey it to me. (laughs) So, so, well, like you just said,
2: was the whole, some of the things it's overblown. Once you get in, it's not as bad as you think. Yeah. Um, And then you just got to start.
0: Yeah, you just got to start like, so when I onboard the girls, I give them, I give them this little story about NFTs to make them understand, because you keep hearing people say, well, I can just screen capture your $2 million board ape. And now why do I have to pay for it? Because I can just, now I have it on my computer. That's how you see it. I see it the same way. It's the exact same image. So if you go into the Louvre and you go into the room with the Mona Lisa, right. And everybody knows that that Mona Lisa is priceless because of the signature that gar- that that bears the name you know da vinci right so mm-hmm. if it so we know that that's worth that's priceless his name is on it his signature is on it but if you go into the gift shop and you buy a poster of the mona lisa for 10 bucks and put it up on your wall you're not fooling anybody are you it's not like you screen captured it now it's in your house and it's like well the mona lisa is there but it's also here i have the mona lisa It really doesn't have the value because it doesn't have that signature on it. And what the smart contract and the coding of the token that's ledgered onto the blockchain is so important is because it not only creates ownership, but it also creates the scarcity, which you cannot copy or duplicate. So you, 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 you can't replicate that Mona Lisa. You can repaint it. No, everybody's going to know that that's not the real one. And it's the same thing with an NFT. Everybody who knows about NFTs knows that that's not the real one. And you can't even lie and say, oh, I own all this and this and this, because then we'll go check your wallet and and see that you're bullshit. So you can't even bullshit. So having a copy of an, it's like, you know, everybody knowing that your purse, your Gucci purse is fake, (laughs) right? It looks the same, but it doesn't have that one buckle on it that shows that it's real or whatever it is. I don't know, but it's kind of, it's kind of the same thing. You can walk around and pretend like you have the real thing, but you don't, and it doesn't have the value. And um, so that's kind of like, that's kind of a little tutorial I give the girls to kind of get them to understand and non-fungible, which is what NFT stands for, non-fungible token, um, which more people are understanding. And so To understand fungibility is to understand like a dollar bill is fungible, right? I can give you four quarters for that dollar because it's fungible. It's worth, it has other things that are worth the same value. A $5 bill is worth five $1 bills because they're all worth the same thing, right? They're fungible. You can trade one for the other. An NFT is non-fungible because it doesn't have anything that you can we put a dollar amount on it. Sure. What people will pay, but there isn't anything else like it that you can trade it for. There's nothing else you can trade for the Mona Lisa, right? There is nothing else. There's a, someone could buy it for a billion dollars and maybe that's the price tag on it. But honestly, there isn't anything that's equal to it that you can trade directly across. And that's what uh, non-fungibility relates to. So I don't know if that, if you can understand that, but that's kind of in a nutshell about what non-fungible token means.
1: I think what's funny is I had never heard the word fungible until I heard the word non-fungible. So I know. I'm know. i like, I know that's true. That is true. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a word until the I NFTs. didn't either,
0: but it's in the dictionary. Yeah. I mean, so oh. it's a word. It's just not something that we've, we just really had in our vocabulary right. as a mainstream word. You know, it's kind of interesting when, when I was learning about NFTs and it said non-fungible and they were doing the whole dollar thing. I was like, I didn't even know, like, even in our economics class, we never heard of the word fungible. I mean, yeah you know so it is a new it is definitely a, an existing vocabulary that really is being reintroduced into yeah. society mainstream words sure yeah, yeah it's yeah. kind of cool
2: well i think what the biggest thing about tonight will be you know nope i didn't understand everything you just said to me but the more i hear it and the more yeah you you know you talk about it it just, the more interested it, you get it, and the familiar. More yeah 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 absolutely so that is very helpful to me
1: I, I in my think... old
2: brain <laughs>
0: I think what's, I think what people have, a what they do is they ask the question, why does anybody care? Why would anybody want sure. to collect, you can't hold, why would anybody want to spend something money on something that's like a new technology that we don't really know enough about? And again, why can't I just screenshot it? Why is it so you have to kind of like, you kind of have to put away in a box those why questions, because why do some men collect? watches when they can only wear one why do some women collect 100 purses when you really only can use one why do people have sneaker um sneaker collections i know men that have sneaker collections and they have boxes and boxes of boxes but they don't dare wear any of them and they don't really even show them to anybody but they're sitting in a closet somewhere and they know that they own them and somehow that feels good to them and so it's like why would you want to do that so the why question really is is irrelevant you kind of have to like allow yourself to Take that those questions off the table because that's going to get you stuck into not understanding what an NFT is. You gotta gotta let that go, and just they, kind of yourself into like, okay, you know, just the why questions are really bad. <laughs> you know, they it, don't. It make is,
2: but you make a great point because it's really it's a status thing as well. I the owned all thing? these sneakers, sneakers. To your point, point. Um, and I just think now you have that break between generations like mine who like possessions and yep it's a status thing or whatever to saying i don't own these physically but i own them in my wallet or whatever the case may be so it's just a different mm-hmm. way of thinking the younger generation yeah. probably can be like look at my wallet i got all the stuff right it, right and i could show you on my phone whereas yeah. me you got to come to my house to show me you know all my stuff
1: Your your museum here yeah, yeah. so <laughs>
0: Well, you know it's because like like Justin Bieber, right? When he bought his NFT for two point four six million dollars or whatever he bought it for, this board ape. So he's at a party, right? And someone owned it, and they said, "Dude, you should buy. You want to buy this board ape?" So some guy at a party met Justin Bieber. I don't know the exact story, but I'm just paraphrasing here. Like, dude, buy this board ape, and he's like, "Yeah, I definitely want to buy one." And so. They got on each other's phones and, you know, basically some guy made, you know, became two and a half million dollars richer in about 40 seconds. And it's just like, where, what is that? How is that? Like, it's, it's, it's a crazy, it's a, it's, it's crazy to wrap your head around that that's like even a possibility, you know? even ebay someone could be at a party like dude i have something on ebay you might want it's like it's it just doesn't compare it just it doesn't have <laughs> no. <give> any point
1: <laughs> yeah no do i do i bid on the auction or do i buy it now no. no that's all right well
0: i guess that that'll be interesting if if um if ebay does end up having and i don't know i've been on ebay in firm. maybe they do i wonder if they will have an nft point. um selection or section i should say i mean once ebay gets on board i mean i guess it's over by then you know then we're you might as well buy them at kmart right it's like we're just we're done <laughs> as a community uh, if the nft thing is no longer um a big mystery it's or if the government
2: much... gets involved then it's then they'll ruin they're it trying.
0: they're trying they're oh, trying of course they are. oh yeah they want a piece or of- why wouldn't they want a piece of it but But that's the other interesting thing about cryptocurrency and NFT is it shows that us as a society have the ability to take matters into our own hands and create a currency that the government has nothing to do with and can't govern. And we can have wallets and we can act separate and apart from all governments in the world and create wealth for ourselves that 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 out of nothing, there's nothing it's not based on gold or anything and neither is the dollar but but not based on anything except for our perception of what we value it as and so that to me shows like a huge evolution in our mindset as far as what government means to us you know uh, uh, government big brother whatever you know like there's and with covid happening and us all becoming like pushed into our own little world and becoming more of a virtual society, it makes a lot of sense to have a cryptocurrency that we all agree is worth something. And we're, we're going to, I mean, you could buy a car, you could buy a house. You, there's so much you can do with it now. And um, they're not stopping it. They, they right. can't stop it. India has India and China. China has their own cryptocurrency, so they don't allow any other cryptocurrency sure. allegedly, but in India they do, they have, Basically, the government has said you're not allowed to have cryptocurrency. You're not allowed to buy sell trade. One of the biggest buyers of NFT are the um, are from India. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like they're still they're still and for whatever reason they have they live in squalor. They have bad plumbing. They whatever they have the best Wi Fi on the planet. I don't know <laughs> what they're doing, but their Wi Fi is on point, and they're able to um, they're able to be very active in this community because of that. So they're in their little grass huts or whatever they are, the little cardboard box, but their Wi-Fi is killing it and they're on their phone and they can basically have wallets that have money. And so if they're able to travel outside of the United States, they can possibly, you know, create better lives and like whatever. So I think they're afraid that they're, I think they're afraid because they can't get a piece of it. I, I don't know what the thought process is. Maybe they don't, they're afraid that they're, not going to be able to control their um, people because yep. b poor is a huge way to control people. Oh, yeah. um, but um, I believe that there's a lot of good that's going to happen from NFT in terms of just the wealth that's happening. All of, Most of us in the community that are, that are, have these projects that have the potential to make big money. We all are have a charity or a cause that we are donating to we all choose something that we want to give back to and um, for one it's a tax write-off if people are doing their taxes so that's number one but number two because of the volume of money that you could potentially make you can actually make a difference so that's pretty freaking exciting to think that like maybe we could feed a few hundred thousand kids in america that maybe just don't have anything or you know, someone over in Somalia that needs whatever, you know, like we are able as a society to basically also fund a lot of charity and causes that can actually really make a difference. The charities that, that my, that Gatefold Labs, my company is really interested in is women helping women by, um, supporting them into bringing them into the, Tech world and NFT community. So um, I want to definitely bridge the diversity gap of women in a male-dominated field, right? It's all men, and women are very intimidated to come in. But there's a lot of smart women that that are technical and artistic and everything else. And so we are going to be um, sharing our profits with causes and nonprofits that are um, supporting those women. So it's that's a big. Um, but it's great. It's a, of a big interest of mine to do that. Definitely, women helping women and breaking the stereotype of what playmates stand for. You know, we're not just girls that want to just be TNA. I mean, the girls that are involved in this project are all mothers, entrepreneurs. They've all moved on to other things. They're not just sitting there, you know, putting on the fake eyelashes and and um, you know, shaking shaking their ass. You know, there's there's so much more to these women. So, and also, I want women, especially who come into our community to be welcomed by the playmates and to be able to talk with us and um, and also the stigma that women have behind women that are in these magazines as you know like it could be an intimidation like they feel like oh I I don't look like you I don't I don't whatever it is you know what I mean being in that magazine is such a status symbol as a woman right like to be to be labeled beautiful is of the utmost important to women in the world. Right. And so other women, you know, envy that and, and really, really, we all got lucky, you know, all those girls, we got lucky to be one of the 12, uh, you know, in the world to be able to be on that magazine. And we we feel very fortunate, but, but we also care about women as a community and not at all a, a caddy space where we are competitive or, in any way jealous about anyone else's success. So definitely want to be try to convey a message of being women, helping women and um, a safe place for women to come and speak to other women in the community that maybe they thought they wouldn't necessarily want to talk to or, or, you know, ever be able to talk to. So I think that's, I think that's the bigger message than just like we have a bunch of NFTs that we're hawking. There's, um, there's a bigger roadmap uh, involved.
2: Well, and I, I can tell you this, since we've started doing this with the Playmates, it, it's been eye-opening how much you girls get along, that yeah. how much you right? are support each other and help each other, and there's yeah. no cattiness about you at no. all, no. and um, I think it's a no. great message to everyone that they can come and, you know, talk with you and be with you and stuff like that, and you're, it, it's really been wonderful to watch. It really is, cool. an interview and interviewing you got all of you girls.
0: Oh, that's so nice. Well, as we know, women are their worst enemies, right? We're the worst to each other. We're the first to tear each other down. We're the first to compete. We're the first to. So I I really, I think it's important for women to know you don't have to do that. You can boost up another woman, Mm -hmm. another woman um, to big heights and it only benefits you. There's no benefit in tearing someone else down. And so, um, you know, that competitiveness with the playmates, because have always created a Uh, atmosphere for us to um, be on a level playing field with um, celebrities, politicians, you know, movie stars, sports figures, whatever you came into the mansion, whether you were rich or poor or a playmate or a famous person, we were all in the same place doing the same thing. And there was no like, oh, can I have your autograph? It just wasn't like that. It was really just like, hey, let's hang out. Let's talk. Let's chat. And um, and so the girls because of that environment the girls we always got a new friend every month right so oh. for us it was like who's the new girl we all want to see her and it's like she comes to the door and it's like we're all there going welcome oh my god we <laughs> have a new friend and then then she welcomes the next girl and the next girl and so I think because that vibe has always been instead of like c- girl coming into the mansion and us going oh who's that new girl we don't <laughs> want to talk you know like 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 politics at like high the,
2: school the bachelorette oh like the- but
0: <laughs> like the worst, like they all hate each other, but they're acting nice and that phoniness is
2: so and, the opposite. Yeah.
0: And so it's not like that for us at all. And, and still like these girls getting us together again has been like, so many of them have personally gotten in touch with me and like, or called me and said, I am so glad to be like reunited with all of us girls, because for many years we were kind of just like, we'd follow each other on social media and stuff, but we never had a place. So we never had sure. a hub. we never had a place to gather. And so it's actually really, really exciting because we all genuinely care about each other and we have a like a very unusual bond that we don't have with anybody else on the planet. So um, in the sake of that, it's been like a really um, connecting. It's been really connecting with the girls. It's been a really great way to connect with them and stuff. And like catch up. I mean, there's so many girls. I'm like, Oh, I had no idea you, had even had a baby or
1: sure.
2: I don't know what
0: you're doing and like what's going on in your life. So
2: that's awesome. So, yeah. Well, that's you've, awesome. you've definitely welcomed us in your little world, just a small sliver <laughs> of it with the few that we've, we've interviewed, but each one has been a delight, and we, we can't thank you all enough
1: and more coming up.
2: Yes. And more coming and, up.
0: Yeah. And I think Kimberly Holland, she's like, she's, you know, obviously wants to be on your show soon. And she said that mm-hmm. she's, she's up and coming. So she was actually, like, what do you think of them? I said, yeah, definitely do it. Yeah. Definitely do it. She's like, oh, okay.
1: I so, appreciate it. Yeah. We, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. She's, we've, we've got her schedule. We may, we may need to move her around and because of, to segue your in. stuff. Yeah, because she's
0: yeah, because she wants to be in the in the AMAs. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <Yep.
1: laughs>
0: I appreciate you guys moving the schedule for me. That was so nice of you.
2: Not oh, a problem. Absolutely. Not a problem. I thank mean thank you so much. Yeah. And we and appreciate you taking your time to explain this stuff to a couple of <laughs> big dumb dummies here. But um I feel like I've I've it it earned learned a lot tonight. absolutely right? and um sparked a lot of interest. That's for sure. Yeah.
0: Well, maybe you guys might want to come on as a moderator or host—I guess you would call it—on one of our AMAs, where maybe we could get all the girls together and you can like uh, host one of your shows from our Discord and maybe re-engage with some new fans that maybe you never had before, and we can bring them over to your podcast. So Ooh. we should talk about that at some point once once my once the Discord gets really pumping, that okay. might that would do, that would be really. Fun for us to do that with you guys 100%.
1: You guys are great
0: interviewers. You guys do your history. You guys know your history and you like investigate girls and you like, you have the good questions. So, um, I think that's really key with the hosting of those rooms, is key, right? So,
2: well, I appreciate that. And we would add absolutely, Ian, I don't even know what he says. We're in. No, I know he's in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, for
0: sure. (laughs) Sure, that
2: all, a, all of a sudden, it's just cocktails
1: with dimples. I'm out the door. <laughs> I don't know what happened here. <laughs> oh, so tell everybody one more time, the, the, the AMAs on Discord are when?
0: So that so we're doing, a, for the next couple of weeks, we're doing a reveal of who the Playmates are on this particular project, on this particular NFT series called Rogue Playmates is the name of the series. And um, it's every Monday and Thursday at five o'clock pacific standard time and then end of march we're we're charted to do the drop it may we may push it off i mean there's a lot going on in the world right now that it, that's more important going on so we want to be mindful of that so we may we may push the date to accommodate um russia but um other than that you know that's that's kind of what's going on so yeah and gatefolds.io www.gatefolds.io is the website and so anybody could go there and and um enter the discord through the website it's easiest awesome. and we'll,
1: we'll put all your links in the show description so people can find it oh, from our great. from our description and absolutely go from there right and, and right. hopefully, hopefully we'll get to talk to you again, because like I said, I mean, this was, this was only scratching the surface for me. Oh, it and really is. So. So much info. <laughs> right.
2: Sure is. Right. So anytime, anytime.
0: Okay. All right, guys. All right. Thank appreciate you very it. Much. Thank
2: you so much again. It. Have okay. a great night. I know you're busy. I will. All right. Thanks guys. Yeah. Bye-bye.
1: Thank you for listening. The tavern is closed for now, but we'd love to have you back for more fun next time. Seriously, though, get your asses out of here. Electricast. Electricast.